Welcome to the Hall of Heroes podcast with your hosts, Jared Bachman Stubbs and Spencer Simpson. I am vengeance. I am the knight. I am Batman. Hey guys, you ever seen that really old movie? Empire Strikes Back? Jesus, Tony, how old is this guy? I don't know, I didn't carbon date him, he's on the young side. Fuck Batman. You ever tried shawarma? There's a shawarma joint about two blocks from here. I don't know what it is, but I want to try it. Lobo. Oh, it's on. <laughs> Let the good times roll. And welcome everyone back to a new episode of the Hall of Heroes podcast. I am your host, Jared Bachman Stubbs. And joining me as always is the one and only the co-host with the co-most, Spencer Simpson. Hey, everybody. I'm feeling like an idiot for, for like the next 10 minutes because it took us a solid like 20 minutes to figure yeah. out what was wrong with the microphone as we're recording this. But we've got the equipment hooked up into my laptop and I've we, we couldn't figure out what was wrong with it. We were changing like every setting on the mic. It's like, OK, why is it only picking up my voice? Why is it not even close to picking up Jared's? Which was a and terrifying thing because really, I was speaking directly into it, and it was and he, just he saying, thought it was something wrong with his mic. Yeah, and so or we, I'm a vampire. He was now. freaking out, and I was freaking out. But we finally thought to look in the uh, microphone input section, and it was on my internal speakers, like <laughs> in here, ear rape, instead of in there. <laughs> There you go. I took a gentle on Soft you touch, yeah. So, anyway, we are glad to bring you another uh, episode of Comic Book News. We have a pretty light episode for you guys today. Yeah, by this comparison. Be, this shouldn't be a very long episode. It'll still be, you know. It'll be meaty because be we're meaty. in the same room. But yeah, it's not going to be a breeze either. You know, we can't help but go on tangents any old time we are sitting in the same room but um we've got some stuff for you that's exciting we got some stuff that's meh uh we got some stuff that's a mix of both so we cannot wait to dive right into it with you guys but first uh we'll give you a little slice of life jared how has your week been since we've spoken with the fine people uh, my week's been good uh, as you guys have probably already heard in your feed by now we uh last week saw Dark Phoenix. Um, we'll really? go listen to the review if you haven't already. Uh, we fucking hated it. <laughs> True. Yeah. Um, we we did not have to eat our words and cancel this show like we we, uh, we said we might. There was a small possibility that became yeah that became impossibly minute after watching this movie. There is no way we're quitting the show because we were absolutely right. Yeah. But check out the episode. It is a long one. You know, yeah. for a movie that we hated so much, we spent two hours yeah. talking about it. Well, I mean, because we go through the movie's plot. Like, we do. You know, because, yeah. like, the Captain Marvel review is kind of brief because we don't do, like, the whole movie. Plot. Like, we're going to yeah. run through the plot. But Endgame um, was a meaty one. Yeah, well, and Endgame's three hours long. So, yeah. like, the, the, just talking about the plot made up most of that. We're... Um, most of the Dark Phoenix review was us talking about the cognitive dissonance of yeah. the writing <laughs> the of writing. Charles Xavier and him being a hypocrite and not, but also, he, yes. Yeah. But anyway, we won't spoil yeah. too much of it. Check it out. Um, we'd be really happy to hear your opinions if you, I don't know, do we have anything that we get feedback from? The I mean, com- do we have a comment section anywhere? I get, I get the occasional, uh, 
I get the occasional tweet. Okay, well, shoot Jared a tweet. Shoot me an Instagram DM. All right. Just going to open up your DMs like that. I'm going to open them up. You right. are a bold one. I know. I, I At this point, I will follow back anyone that follows me on my cosplay <laughs> account because I figure anybody who knows about me has probably listened to the, to the show. But anyway, just hit me up with a DM if you think we're full of shit. Um, otherwise... Yeah, Enjoy outside of show. that, obviously we got to hang out with Joel. We did. Oh, that was great. Got you your, uh, you got to try on the Superman suit I for did. the first time. I did. It, you look uh, good with the I exception of the super I've got, drift. I've got a midriff issue that needs to be addressed. <laughs> um, it kind of rides up a little bit on my on my muffin top waistline. Um, you look so like I a chick from I just, Pulp Fiction? I, can't, I want the muffin top. No, it's it, a money no, it's a pot belly. A pot belly, yeah. Pot belly. It's a pot belly, she says. You're right. I want a pot belly. Pot bellies are sexy. If you had a pot belly, I'd punch you in it. <laughs> I don't know why that line is so funny. It's oh, man, look stupid. at you go. But anyway, um, yeah, it was great to see Joel, who was in town for the weekend. Uh, hot commodity, since he's doing all kinds of cool medical research yeah. at school for the summer. Um, really great to hang out with him, play some Star Wars Trivial Pursuit. Um, the new game. The, the new newly game, inaugurated yeah. game. Yeah, we were playing the... That uh, allegedly the, has Force Awakens questions on it. it allegedly. <laughs> we haven't found any yet, but hopefully they're in there somewhere. That's going to be what tips the balance. It will be, because I don't have the visual guide for for The Force Awakens, so I'm just going off of like the, the movie dialogue, which honestly, if you know the dialogue, can help you out a ton. But yeah, that's that's the I think that's the biggest trick with like Star Wars trivia in general is like knowing pay attention dialogue. to what they say. Knowing the plot of those movies will not get you far at all. No. But yeah, it'll get you maybe a pie or two, but if you're yeah. looking for, if you're looking for the for the victory, you need to know dialogue, dialogue. and visual dictionaries are what's going to win the day. So, specifically in your life, Besides the stuff that we've done together in the last week, you know, what's up? Uh, nothing much. Well, um, by the time this goes up, a individual of note I will have seen again. Okay, we'll just leave it at that. Anything else? No. Okay. <laughs> We'll talk later. <laughs> um, How about yeah. you, bud? Are we working? Yeah, I've been working the usual. Um, I made some headway on my landscaping slash yard work gig. Um, a really big project that I'm doing is is coming together, and I'm putting the finishing touches on it, and that's really exciting because then I can move on to something else for a while. Um, but at at working working at Fort Ligonier is pretty dope. We had the the kids summer camp in. The the summer camp kids are really fun. We play this thing called Dave's Game, named after the guy who made it up. One of the the work one of the um, workers sounds so demeaning. One of the the camp counselors, I guess you could say, the guy that helps out a lot with the kids groups. Retired teacher, really great guy. He made this game. It's like capture the flag with a twist because it's very um battle oriented and so that makes sense and so like there's items that you can pick up in the field and take back for points like cannonballs or ammunition boxes 
or horseshoes. That's that's my kind of game right there. Medical kits, stuff like that, and there's strategy that goes into it because a couple kids are what they call like the artillery men. Yeah. And there's this hula hoop and you have like these little gator balls and you have you can't throw the gator balls unless you're in the hula hoop. And only the artillery men so can pick them essentially, up. Yeah. yeah, you can throw them at people and get them out. But if anybody besides an artilleryman touches it, they're dead. And then there's like cavalry who can run around all over the place. They can't pick up any items and stuff, but they can like steal the flags. And the infantrymen have to stand in a line, kind of like typical European thing. But yeah. like if you pull one flag, there's only one flag for the whole like group of two or three that are all just standing there holding hands. And they can run around and pick stuff up. But if they like let go of hands, then they're all dead. Ooh. It's kind of crazy. And we have like a British side and a French side, and there's a flag on either end. And there's a general, which is usually like one of the staff members or one of the interns that kind of helps like corral the kids and, and bring some level of strategy to the game. Like, okay, I need you guys to go do that, you know. And it was kind of fun. I came really close to beating the were undefeated you, intern you, today. Were you French or English? I was French, which is like, yeah, I'm okay with that because, you know. French salute. Yeah, the French, the French, the French <laughs> salute, you know, putting your hands in the air. Um, but it was a lot no, of fun. No hate to our French listeners. We're, we just like history jokes Trust, here at Hall yeah, of it's, Heroes. It's true. We're, we're both historically inclined people. But in other news, I won 20 bucks on a scratch ticket today. Where did you go? Yeah, I know. It was pretty I'm doing big. Doing the damn thing. Because I I have a gambling problem, but I like to at least try to be smart about it. You know, like I said, okay, I just got paid today from the fort, and one of my really good friends and mentors at the fort does scratch tickets all the time, and she gave me one the other day. I didn't win, but it kind of like, ooh, I'm old enough. I've never bought a lottery ticket. Let's do this. <laughs> so I set aside 10 bucks of my paycheck, 10 bucks cash, and I like – a couple times throughout the day, bought like three tickets a couple times throughout the day, scratching them off. Didn't win anything until the very end. On my last ticket, I won two dollars, which is like, all right, we've broken we've broken the the the, the wall. You're Seinfeld you know. now. You've exactly. broken even. I've broken <laughs> he says ten dollars later. I get two dollars back from this scratch ticket. With my last two dollars, I get two dollars back. I used that $2 to buy two more tickets. Get nothing on the first ticket, get 20 bucks on the second ticket. So really, I only like net made $10, but I want 20 bucks on a scratch ticket. That's kind of fun. I don't know. It's 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 exhilarating. It is. That's that's what they do. You know, they give you small victories so that you put the money you yeah. just spent back in, and that's how they get you. It's that's, like how you play a, a video game by EA. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that was wow. Okay, you you look. I know you're right. Okay, but that was just like that was that was more cut, a shot at Battlefront cut, and Galaxy of Heroes, but Galaxy of Heroes is deep. on the fucking way. <laughs> they just need to get rid of these freaking marquee events. I'm getting tired of them. Anyway, excuse me. All right, let's hop right in. This was supposed to be a short episode, and here we are, eleven Talking minutes in, and we haven't tickets. talked about anything yet. Okay, so the first thing we have for you guys today is uh, the official trailer from E3 for the Marvel Avengers A Day video game. Jared, yeah, I think A Day. I think it's just like the A Day trailer. Okay, this is the A Day trailer. Yeah, I don't think the game is going to be called A Day. 
Marvel's Avengers trailer. Yeah, it's 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 the Square Enix Marvel or Avengers project that got right. announced like a thousand years ago. Um, yeah. Uh, what thoughts on the trailer, Spencer? Um, initial thoughts are I think it pretty much in line with the consensus. It looks pretty good. It looks like we we're gonna see some interesting plot, although we don't really have a. a a tangible central villain yet besides just this group of people that all yeah, we wears, see like, task a skull yeah we mask. see taskmaster and yeah you see the taskmaster mask mask taskmaster and his friends you know with all with their all little skull things blowing up the golden gate bridge but it's a ruse Ugh. okay he's playing the trailer right now and I'm just i know looking it's, to- okay we'll get to that in a second <laughs> It's a, okay, it's a ruse. Yuck. There's there's a bunch of explosions on the Golden Gate. All the Avengers go to help out, save for Steve, who's still aboard the helicarrier. Yeah, but they they've been. It's a ruse. There's they've the been real bamboozled. They have been bamboozled. The real problem is on the helicarrier. It takes a nosedive into um, what is that? What bay is that? The San Francisco Bay. Yeah. That'll work. I was going to say, yeah. It takes a nosedive into the bay. San Fran Bay. And Cap is presumed dead. Um, And then the rest of the episode is – or the episode. The rest of the trailer is just kind of It looks like like the explosion from the helicarrier causes some real carnage too. It does, yeah. Because it's caught in some kind of like energy field. It is. It's it's like Um, coming up out of the water and it kind of rips it down into the water. When they say fries, it, it fries the electrical system. Cap can't get a communication out. Yeah. He kicks a couple uh, Taskmaster goon butts. But it also, he goes. they also mentioned whenever, towards the end of the trailer, um, Bruce says to Tony something about like the Terrigen core or whatever. Huh. Like, so like, are we going to be seeing the Inhumans in this? Maybe. Because like, it sounds like there's like a Terrigen mist. On the way. I wouldn't be at all surprised. Well, I mean, the Inhumans movie technically already came out. They did like that weird TV movie uh, thing, okay, and then okay, it, yeah. it bombed because um, the show was terrible. Uh, uh, rest in peace to the Inhumans. Um, but I know Armin yeah. was crying about that one when that ended up fucking sucking. So, and then we get some cool little battle sequences at the end uh, in what looks like. Either Manhattan or Pittsburgh, <laughs> um, with <laughs> Thor kicking butt, Iron Man kicking butt. There's uh, some spit. Oh, you see Hulk and Abomination. That? Oh, yeah, that was yeah. Abomination there. Hulk and Abomination go toe to toe for a quick sec. What looks like the Star Boost Iron Man suit out in space, dealing yeah. with the ISS, maybe. Um, and then a pretty little logo. And then a pretty giant logo, monster. And then a giant monster <laughs> emerging out of the concrete. Don't really know what it is. Yeah, I didn't get a good look but, at it. Um, I didn't I don't I haven't seen anybody online give a name to whatever that thing was. But hey, this this game looks good. From a gameplay perspective, this it, looks like a lot of fun. Gameplay looks great, okay? And, um, a f- and it looks like a cool Avengers one, story. One major costume beef, okay. <laughs> Jared, how did you describe it? Captain America looks like uh uh, a hockey player. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's it's Cap if he if he played for the NHL. Um, I don't. I understand them like wanting these suits to be. <laughs> Jesus, that it's just this like incredibly puffy looking Kevlar it's so jacket. Puffy, and I also with, don't like the gauntlets. The red lines. The suit itself is not red. There's no red in that suit. There's like a little red line in blue lines. It is so fugly. You don't like the red lines? 
I don't like the red line. I wish it was actual. Like, I thought I wish it was barely like, visible. That's what I'm saying. There should be red there on his like stomach. Like that's what it's supposed to look like. Is like he's he has the red and white on his stomach, and there's like none there. Well, yeah, you know, I understand. Maybe I understand. He's in a stealth suit ish because the stealth I, suit from Winter Soldier had like no red in it whatsoever. Oh, absolutely, it was, that made it was sense. All muted blue and gray. And that made sense because it was the stealth suit, but like, because they're doing this whole Avengers Day celebration thing, it makes no sense for him to not be wearing like the spangliest outfit he owns. It also doesn't make much sense for him to be wearing like a a jump into battle right now looking suit. Like the bro is wearing a straight Kevlar vest. He's yeah. wearing bulletproof shoulder shoulder pads and gauntlets. He looks ridiculous. Yeah, and like, and that was the thing was like I saw this one thing on Twitter where somebody said something to the effect of you know, tactic Captain America sh- his outfits should look tactical, and they should look feasibly like you could go into a war zone and not get shredded wearing it, which that makes sense. Like, and I agree with that. It doesn't look tactical though. It doesn't look tactical, but like also look at the MCU suits. Those, yeah, those look armory. Costumey. They, they look costumey, but they also look tactical enough to get away with. Like we see him take he's, a beating in those. We like, see him get shot a couple times and still is able to carry on. So that's just because he's a boss. Well, that's because he's a boss, but also like that <laughs> suit has to be taking some of the brunt, seeing as he gets shot in the chest like five times by Bucky. Yeah, and then also with you know laser blasts of all different shapes and sizes, Jutari. Ultron, you name it. Yeah, Tony yeah. himself. Yeah, true. Like <clears throat> uppercuts him with a repulsor blast at one point. Like I don't, I don't have an issue with anybody else's design. Like the faces. Tony looks good. The faces are a little uncanny valley, but I think that's just because it's really early into the development here. I'm not a huge fan of how large these things are on Thor, though. Like, like the plates. Yeah, on like Thor. the circular, like plates going up and down his 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 chest. They're just really big. Don't, they are. Do they not look comically large? I don't mind it. I mean, because it's also, not the mountain I'm prepared to die on. No, I can live but, with it. But apparently, allegedly, there's also there's also supposed to be like hella customization in this game as well. Oh, okay. Well, so like, you know, it'd be funny if hearing the you know outrage on Twitter and Reddit and whatnot, they secretly made. Um, like a more classic looking Captain America costume as like a free DLC that they give to everybody, <laughs> but try not to like emphasize the fact that everybody gets it. Just like, yeah. here, thanks for playing. Here's a vintage looking Captain America suit, or here's a, here's a cap suit that doesn't, that doesn't hurt your eyeballs. <laughs> I know. And like play it off as a, it, it happens. started so strong. It happens. But, you know what happens anymore? What was? I'm sorry, people. Once again, we get sidetracked talking about Galaxy of Heroes. He puts Galaxy of Heroes on auto across just, the couch, and I just glanced over at the battle. What happens anymore is that like most of the teams that I'm facing are identical to my own, and so invest like, in Blo Koon. The, the thing, invest it'll in time Blo-Koon. out. I I don't have. I can't right now. <laughs> I have to get ready for Darth Revan, which is coming Man, fuck that noise. in five hours. Fuck that noise. Don't. Nope. Not here for it. I got. What? 
You don't want Darth Revan. Not right you've now. I'm not worried about all of that mess. You've been bitching for years. I want Revan in this game. I can't. What? What? Where? Where? Where were we? Uh, uh, senior year of high school. Oh my gosh! They're adding old Republic characters. The, look at this lightsaber. It's Revan. It's gonna be Revan. It was Nihilus. Spoiler. Yeah. One year later. Oh my gosh! It's gonna be Revan this time. It was Trey and Sion. Spoiler. Oh my gosh! It's gonna be Revan. Here we go. Jedi Knight Revan. Yes, here we go, it's Revan! Six months later, there's Revan, are you kidding me? Look, it's not that I'm not excited. It. It's not it. that I'm not excited for, and it's not that I don't want him. I'm just burnt out of meta chasing. So am I, but so like and that's why I'm focusing like on like Galactic Republic stuff. Squeezed my way into a top-tier guild, and yeah. I'd really like to stay there. With the great Galaxy of Heroes YouTuber Urzatron, much love to you guys. Yeah. Um, Shout out to Urza, my boy. And to Marky Mark. Yeah. My in. Thanks, Mark. <laughs> but anywho. Let's move right along. Because um, you guys came here to listen to comic book news, not listen to us. Yeah chatting about galaxy of heroes but yeah no I, but i am really <laughs> excited for this game um yeah it looks I like a solid ps4 yeah. players are gonna get like some type of exclusive access to certain stuff which makes me mildly upset because i prefer to play on my xbox as opposed to playing on logan's playstation but you know it is what it is yeah whatever but yeah really excited for the square enix enix game and um Death be to that Captain America costume because goddamn. Please change. Also, can we go back to the tab that had the trailer and like go back to that one frame that had them all standing there? Right there? Okay. Do you remember the face of the one guy I really like on the Schmodown, Mike Kalinowski? Like, do you remember his face at all? No. Okay. That's Mike Kalinowski. <laughs> like, I saw that trailer and went, did they mocap Mike fucking Kalinowski for this game? He looks like all of them. Is that what you were saying about they need to, like, get some more? Yeah. Well, I mean, like, the, for my the first fa- thing the faces, Yeah, the faces are looking a little generic the first time around. I'm also not a huge fan of the voicing that they have for for Tony in there. It's kind of like... <laughs> Look at that. You know <laughs> what you say all the time about like now that you've seen a certain actor in a certain role, you it's like impossible for you to visualize. Yeah, else you become too super it's biased like, to those characters. I am way biased toward RDJ as Iron Man. Like his voice has it, it is Iron Man. His look it is Iron Man, and they've got this guy who is looking a little younger, a little more hip, and his his voice is a little higher. You know, he's like, "Hey, Cap." Whereas, like, with RDJ, hey, Cap, we got an issue over here. It's, yeah. it's like, I just can't get it out of my head. And so, for that I reason, know, I, I think, and that reason only, I just am having a hard time watching this trailer because it's not the actors that we've come to know and love. Yeah. But that's nothing I'll against it, it, though. That's yeah, just the, your it's own not the game's bias. fault. It's not the game's fault. It's just something I'm going uh, yeah, to have to get over. I think I'm kind of like slightly more immune to that because I grew up and like kind of always like tempered. Marvel alliances and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, like I've always come up with like I came up with different with a constantly rotating roster of who is playing and voicing every Avenger. So right. like that is nowhere near as jarring to me as other castings have been. So I don't know I kind of like eh, yeah, because I've come up with it I've kind of primed myself yeah. for it. It's it's understandable. Yeah. Okay. 
So, <clears throat> next story. Check that trailer out if you like. Um, we're looking forward to seeing the actual thing. Moving right along, the next story is. Um, yeah, remember that thing we said about hot garbage? <laughs> um, yeah, um, the box office for Dark Phoenix is laughable. <laughs> Domestic total as of yesterday. Okay, Jared. $39,190,534 on a $200 million fucking budget. They have made back $40 million. That is like 20% of the budget from domestic box office. Now, granted, they have made over $100 million foreign, you know, box office, but domestically... Holy mackerel. And their competition is only going to get more stiff as the month goes on. They're not going to get – they're not making their money back by a long shot. There's no way. Between Far From Home on the Horizon, um, Aladdin held strong this weekend. Like Dark Phoenix premiered at number two. I'm pretty sure Secret Life of Pets. or No, it was something else that came out this past week. Hold on. Let me – Okay, okay. Here's another fascinating thing for you here. Remember what we said? Dark Phoenix has made $39 million – Domestically, oh, no, since yeah, it was Secret released. Life of Pets. Secret Life of Pets Two, the one that doesn't star sexual predator Louis C.K. Um, beat this down to number two. Like, they, like they came out and the superhero movie during the superhero movie renaissance that we are living in could not beat a movie, a movie starring about. Kevin Hart as a hyperactive bunny. Right, but get this, okay. It has now been almost a full week since this movie came out. Yeah, we're getting close to that. It has been six days since this movie came out. It made it has made thirty nine million dollars domestically since its release. Thirty two of those thirty nine million were made in opening weekend, which means this movie has made less than seven million dollars since Sunday. Yeah, it's been three days. And it has made less than $7 million. Wow. <laughs> okay. And, like, it's really it, – one would like to, like, really take pot shots and be like, you know, oh, hey, there's Avengers Endgame making $1 billion in one weekend, um, which is unfair because it's, you know, it's, it's 20 movies, yeah, 10 years, whatever. But this has also been 20 years of movies. <laughs> and, like – the fact that everybody has collectively decided eh, this isn't worth not seeing. Not worth it. You know, this is the same. sad and hilarious. But it's also the same box office market that will guarantee every Fast and Furious movie makes more money than the last one. So, like, you, you have, like, there's a certain level of quality before I think people finally just give up. It's the same thing with uh, Transformers 5. The last night made the least amount of money of the whole franchise as everybody eventually went these movies are not worth spending ten dollars on every time one of these hot garbage drops out yeah so oof i almost feel bad almost because if this movie was made with any love and attention yeah you can read the uh, deadline article all right um just a little bit of stuff here from the deadline article uh written by anthony d'alessandro D'Alessandro. Let's go with D'Alessandro. Anthony D'Alessandro. Um, headline, uh, 
Dark Phoenix bound to lose <laughs> 10, well, no, 10, huh? Bound to lose 100 plus yeah, million. Yeah, they wish 10. They wish it worst, was 10 million. Worst domestic opening in X-Men series, okay? I'm um, going down the line here. Even though Dark Phoenix was the number one winner around the all around the globe with 140 million, down substantially from the worldwide launches of X Men: Days of Future Past with 262 million. Okay, that is 120 million dollars less um, it has made than Days of Future Past. Logan, which clocked in at 247 mil, and Apocalypse with 166. That says a lot about Logan for an R-rated movie. To have made $247 million box office. It's because everybody loves Huge Jackman. Yes. As I like to call him. Everybody loves Huge Jackman. Finance experts. Experts. Ugh, I can't speak. Finance experts tell us that the tale of Jean Grey will burn out in an estimated $100 million to $120 million loss after ancillaries. Off a combined product and P&A estimated cost of $350 million plus, which includes reshoots. Holy mackerel. Is that right? Ancillaries? Ancillaries. Ancillaries? What did I say? Ancillaries? I mean, I would have said you said the same thing, just slightly quicker. Well, thanks, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> it just sounded like you just kind of sped through well, it. Like I said, I can't speak today. So I say when you get to a... Nice spot. Pause so we can kind of resituate. Now that we figured out the mic situation, there's no need for me to be sitting where I'm sitting. <laughs> All right. And I think with that, we can ditch the subject of how horribly Dark Phoenix is yeah, doing. Yeah, we can let this. I think, I think can... our bowels are about empty of the amount of dumps we can take on this movie. Um, I so... think the horse is... is um... Signif- is uh, passively dead. It's, no, it is. We don't yeah. have to beat it any further. So, moving right along. Jared, go ahead. I don't feel bad beating on it anymore if we have to. Um, still mildly disappointed, though. Like, I, I, all things considered, for when those movies were good, they were great. And it's kind of sad to see this franchise shit out the way it did. But you don't, you don't want to see that from anywhere. It's kind of no, like. But it also, like, it's, it got to the point like towards Sean the end. It's like Connery's there. career. Yeah. <laughs> You know, what's worse, Dark it. Phoenix or League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? Objectively, because <laughs> you and I both have like an unexplainable I soft I spot for that I don't movie. Know why? It just we both love right that spots. movie. <laughs> it hits all the right spots. It's like a bunch of really despite knowing it's terrible characters, despite screen together. Yeah, despite we, we we like disclaimer, we both we are both aware that it's a horrible it's fucking awful, movie, and it's the kind of awful movie that ended Sean Connery's cinematic <sighs> career, basically. But. I just like it. I, don't I know. know I know. I don't know why. It's so bad. The special effects are terrible. It's like me with the men who stare at goats. I know that that movie is I not mean, that good. But for years, you were like, Spencer, you have to see this movie. I know. I even said it then, though. I was like, I know it's not that amazing to most people, but I fucking love this it's movie. Just, it's Ewan. That's all it is. Oh, he's... He, he, he steals the shit. It's also that, like, seeing him go, what's a Jedi Knight is so yeah. fucking hilarious. You're like, <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're Obi-Wan Kenobi, man. What's a Jedi? All right. Let's go ahead and talk about these Far From Home posters. J-Rod, take it away. Oh, man. Sony's marketing team does it again and shits on a poster. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I think Kira could make a better Spider-Man poster than this. 
Did I ever show you the 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 portrait she did of me with crayons? Yes, you did. It's exceptional. It's hanging on my cork board at home. Aww. That's, that's is, precious. She could definitely do better than this. It's like we wa- I walked in on her like doing a doing a, a like a tracing almost of that Wildcats t-shirt. That yeah, she I remember had. that. Yeah. And like that was better than, than the, you know. Yeah. The 7-year-old Tanner. Come on. Yeah, I was going to say, if you want to read the note I have in the, or the, the bullet point I yeah, have for the um, show notes. IMAX poster for home, Far From Home. Spoilers, it's fugly. <laughs> and it is, in fact, fugly. <laughs> so, There's nothing pretty about this no, poster. No, it's like, a, it's a red backdrop with like a kind of stamped on. It looks like a passport. Um, yeah, it looks like, yeah, it's like, it's, it's a passport kind of design with like landmarks kind of stamped in there. And they got like Big Ben. Um, looks like New York Cityscape, Venice, all of the locations we know this movie's going to. So far. So far. In the middle, it's like really big with Spider-Man in like the red and black suit. It says IMAX across it with like a blue square around Spider-Man. And then he's like hanging upside down doing a thumbs up in the stealth suit. And then at the bottom of the poster in front of Spider-Man is an unmasked Mysterio and uh, Nick Fury. It's hideous. I don't understand why they keep making these posters. Like, I don't... They committed to it, and they're so ugly. Two wrongs do definitely not make a right. I don't don't know what it is that, like, makes this... That, like, hurts my eyes, though. It's bad. It doesn't... There's no sense of flow. Your eyes are confused what's supposed to be important. It's the fact that there's two Peters right there. It's the fact that Spider-Man's right there twice next to himself. And then they're just like, oh, but there's other characters in this movie, so let's put them down there. I think had you axed Fury, Mysterio, and Stealth Suit Spidey, this might have made a decent poster. And the blue box. We don't need any blue box. This would have been a fine poster. Yeah, it would have been passable. But, gee whiz... Uh, I don't really even want to talk about it anymore because it's just gross. <laughs> All right. Moving so. away from that, we have a cool little snapshot that was floating around last week. Uh, so this is from Gizmodo. Uh, this article, this picture has been floating around all over the place, but I like the Gizmodo article the most. When he escaped with the Tesseract in Avengers Endgame, there was no telling what Loki might do next. Turns out he may have just gone to see Jaws. <laughs> Photos have finally emerged from that presentation back in April when Disney unveiled all the details on its upcoming streaming service, Disney+. Plus. Everyone covered the news at the time, but it wasn't until recently that the internet found the, fo- found the photos. One of those photos is of Marvel Studios president Kevin Feige, praise be unto him, hmm. standing in front of a piece of concept art. It's not really concept art, it's just like a still from the show. Uh, from the new Loki series. And it's Loki walking down the street... Uh, it obviously is set in the 70s because there's a cinema behind him that's showing Jaws and the cars all look very 1970s. Great and it's American just, graffiti landscape. Yeah, yeah, like 1970s Americana kind of thing going on. Um, and it's Loki just kind of walking down the street. Uh, Loki's show was going to, quote, follow Loki as the trickster and shapeshifter as the shapeshifter pops up throughout human history as an unlikely influencer on historical events, 
So what was he doing during the 70s? Will he stop Watergate, kill Pelvis alive, get himself cast in Star Wars? When it comes to Loki, we have no idea, but Marvel wouldn't show a piece of concept art like that unless it's already in the show. So let's start thinking about the possibilities. I have mixed mixed opinions on the idea of Loki being involved in Watergate. As in, part of me thinks that's fucking hilarious. And then there's another part of me that's like, please, God, don't. It's like, it was bad enough bringing Forrest Gump into that. You know, just leave, leave Loki alone. And we've been saying it from the beginning that, you know, the last thing we want to see from a series devoted to Loki messing around on Earth is to somehow tie him into, like, all of the horrible and mysterious Loki things. did Titanic. Yeah, like, we don't want to see him doing Titanic. <laughs> Should <laughs> Loki did Titanic. Like, take, like, all, like, the like, iconography of, like, Bush did 9-11 stuff and have it just be he Loki does, did like, Titanic. He can make things disappear and appear different than they really are. What if he just, like, made the whole iceberg disappear until it was, like, ten feet in front of him? Loki did Titanic. Loki did Titanic. But we hate the idea that the show could be like that. <laughs> it's like, come on. You can do better than to just, like, take a syringe and just, like, insert it into world history and just, like, slowly, slowly, you know, just, like, squeeze it into the system until you just get Loki everywhere anytime something wacky or bad happens. And, and, I'm like, and don't get me wrong. I'm okay with, like, one or two of those. Yeah, like... It can be an, but it's got to be worth it. But like, I don't want the whole. I don't want every episode to be. Here's Loki on the Mayflower. Here's Loki at um, Appomattox. Here's Loki doing Titanic. Here's Loki at Woodstock. <laughs> Here's Loki uh, at Woodstock. Here's Loki. Loki inspired the mullet. You know, I don't want to see <laughs> stuff like that. You know, like you said, like or like these guys said. You know, Loki. Loki helped with the water tape. Watergate water tapes. Gate. Water tape gate. <laughs> water tape gate. Like I said on Dubag, like I'd say key foam stone. Key every foam fucking stone. stone. <laughs> every stone. There you have it, folks. I swear to drunk, I'm not God. Um, so, yeah. I'm really excited for the Loki show, though. I This is probably... It's a time between this and... Um, the Bucky and, and Sam show. show. Ooh, yeah, I have to agree. I think I don't. I was slightly like you guys more understand for me. I don't watch much superhero TV show stuff, but these look like shows that I could get into. Well, I was more excited for Loki than the Bucky and Falcon stuff, and then we were told that Sam is the new Captain America. Yeah. So now I'm like, oh. Well, we got to watch I want to see this adventure now. I want to see how he becomes Captain America and how he uh, comes into his own. Um, real quick, before we get into our last story, um, there was one thing that broke that I forgot to put in the notes. Um, today at E3, hold on, let me pull it up. We got, um, we got a look at the Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 roster. Um, MUA 3 is going to be a Nintendo Switch exclusive, so I gotta get a Switch because, as Spencer said earlier, the Marvel Ultimate Alliance games uh, are what got me into comic books. I, I, I liked superheroes when I was a kid, like everybody, 
Um, I watched the Justice League cartoon and the Spider-Man the Animated Series religiously. And those got me into Marvel and DC, respectively. And then, uh, you know, I always liked superheroes, but I was never, like, super into it for very long. And then, eventually, I was just... I always loved Spider-Man. Like, that was the one that was constant. And then I got the Marvel Ultimate Alliance as a kid for a birthday present. Um, well, I'm going to take that back. My cousins who were living in the area had it, and I played it a lot at their house. And then, as a birthday present, my grandmother got me the game to keep as a gift. So I fell in love with uh, Ultimate Alliance 2 more so than 1, and that is why I love the Civil War story so much. And Team Iron Man for life, put that on the record. Um, anywho. That's cute. <laughs> to say that's cute. So we got, like I said, we got the roster here. And it is as follows. Black Panther, Wasp, Hawkeye, Black Widow, Falcon, Captain America, Iron Man, Thor, Hulk, Daredevil, Elektra, Storm, which is nice because this is like the first time there's been like a Marvel release that has had the X-Men in it because they don't have to pretend the X-Men don't exist because they own the rights to those characters again. But Storm, Psylocke, Wolverine, Scarlet Witch, Rocket, and Groot—they're all on—they're on one tile together. So oh, they're probably nice. like a joint yeah. character, kind of like Ferator in Mortal Kombat X. Cool. Star Lord, Gamora, Drax, uh, Eyeball in it—I think that's Jean Grey. Luke Cage, Iron Fist, Magneto, Nightcrawler, Deadpool, Venom. Spider-Gwen, Miles Morales, Spider-Man, Peter Parker, Spider-Man, Captain Marvel, Ms. Marvel, Doctor Strange. Can't quite tell who this blonde female is. Just looking at her. Not 100% sure. And then Ghost Rider. Um, I'm really trying to make out who that is. There aren't any other members of the Fantastic Four. Otherwise, I'd say Invisible Woman. Who, the gal with the... Right in between Strange and uh, uh, Ghost Rider. Oh. Um, I can't quite make out who that is. She's blondish ginger in a bluish-looking outfit. Are we, are we sure that that isn't Susan... I'm not 100% sure. Well, in any case, that's your that's most of of your lineup for Ultimate Alliance. Or wait. Okay, cool, because I just looked in here in the comments. I'm a huge Marvel fan, so I'm really surprised that I have no clue who that lady next to Doctor Strange or Ghost Rider is. Someone replied, Elsa Bloodstone. Does anybody know who that is? So we have we also do have Google machines. That's true. Let's ask Lord Google. Bloodstone. Elsa Bloodstone. Blah, blah, blah. But what does she do? Okay, well she she's did, got guns. Yeah, she's she's a supernatural character looking at the other people she rolls with and the story she's shown up in. Uh, strength, speed, durability, endurance, uh, healing factor. Uh, in addition, she's immune to vampire bites. Cool. 
Cool. So we'll probably see her at some point. It's a surprise tool that will help us later. Yeah. I was about to say. Yeah. So, uh, Blade. <laughs> well, I mean, this could be the base roster. This could be the complete roster. Yeah. I know with Marvel Ultimate Alliance 2, um, as you went, more characters just kind of started to fall, like file in. And then, like, after you made your choice, that's like if you're going to side with Cap or Tony. Then, yeah. Then, like, you got the full roster plus three characters. So, like, it would be, like, you'd get everybody, and then you'd get, um, uh, hold on, let me think. Songbird, Songbird, Tony stayed available, and Mr. Fantastic, and then, um, help, shit, Iron Uh, Fist, Luke Cage, and uh, Cap stayed available, because Iron Fist and Luke Cage were, um... Caps lieutenants in the uh, video game version. Now I really want to play that game again. Um, hold on. There we go. So, yeah, moving right along, we got one last story here, and it is uh, we have a trailer for Pennyworth. Spencer, what did you think of the Pennyworth trailer? I'm intrigued. It almost makes it seem like... Okay, so um, for those of you who don't know, this is a show about kind of... It's like the Alfred Pennyworth... The secret origins of Alfred Pennyworth. It almost makes it seem like the Waynes hired Alfred as a bodyguard instead of a butler. There's been versions of it in the comics that are like that, which like I've always liked the Alfred was always secretly a badass kind of thing. Well, I mean, that goes without saying. Yeah, like I've always if loved If you're Batman's butler, then there's all there's already like a There's level a baseline of level of like you're not to be fucked with. Yeah. But it goes like beyond just being Well, I got like the first like with him. 10 20 seconds into this. And in my brain, I went, oh, I bet, like, at the very end, there's a scene where it's like, hi, I'm Thomas Wayne. I'd like to hire you. And right after that thought, right after that thought crosses my head, you just hear some guy go, name's Thomas Wayne. And I'm like, all right, then. Fuck me. It's like pretty early in here. But he meets this girl. She looks like a flapper. And she's kidnapped by some strange people. This lady has the same kind of accent, this, like, northern English Lowland Scottish Scottish English accent that Egret has yeah. from Game of Thrones. Um, an epic original series. I'm reading some of the things that flash up on the screen here. I mean, it's interesting. I'm looking forward to it. Um, you know, no, nobody asked for this. Uh, yeah, and Swamp Thing is getting canceled after one season, but... <laughs> explain that. You know, like, again, I mean, this is the shit on... Pennyworth, like it looks good. Yeah, I like. I it, it looks like it'll be worth the watch, but it's just like, okay, but is this really what your fans want to see? Right I would now? have watched. I definitely would have watched this without it being Batman's Butler. You know what I mean? Like you didn't have to tell yeah. me this was a DC property for me to want to watch this, right? But, but because it's Batman's did, Butler, I'm like, well. <laughs> I guess I'm more invested, question mark, now? Yeah, it's almost like because you did tell us, then we're more disappointed than we would have been otherwise. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, we're going to be here for a while. You see what's in my recommendeds here? Everything wrong with X-Men Apocalypse in 20 minutes or less from CinemaSins. 
I have I have mixed opinions about Cinema Sins these days. Why you don't like them? Cinema Sins gave birth to like the worst kind of movie critic on YouTube. Where like there's people like Mahler who think that like nitpicking a movie to death is actual criticism. That's it's not it's humor. Yeah, well that's what I'm saying though. Is it like there's people who have taken the Cinema Sins blueprint and have like made it a try to modify industry. it into unironic film criticism. Is you know that's just wrong. And but, like, but can Cinema Sins really be blamed for that? No, but like, <laughs> yeah, they can because they they they, they gave a proliferation. Wow, that took me a second. Normally, I'm a little bit quicker than that. Normally, yeah. Normally, I'm a little bit quicker than that. But the proliferation of the term plot hole and, like, the bastardization of the term plot hole, meaning I don't understand this now, it's poisoned the well of film criticism. Where, like, you can look at, like, good faith film critics and then people who just try to sound like CinemaSins. Like, again, like, I got, like, again, I got everybody into CinemaSins in, like, junior high. Like, I was like, y'all need to watch this. Scene does not contain it's, a lap dance. It's funny. It's ding funny reading, stuff. ding narration. Like, we all said that to each other all the time, offhandedly. Yeah, um, hell, I even got a shirt. The power of the boner is stronger. stronger. Yeah, My we've, favorite we've invoked ever. that so many times. No, your favorite is the one about Ahsoka in the Clone Wars movie. Okay, but that I'm talking like the the the, oh, the, the reoccurring classic, sins. Oh yeah, yeah. Like the classic sins like blank ex machina, like oh, roll yeah. credits. How many times, whenever we were talking about Deus Ex Machina in um, Duda's class, did I like just say just like say blank Ex Machina? machina. <laughs> and you were the he, only one who laughed. I think you got a chuckle out of it a couple times. Yeah, but um, definitely. The character should be doing this, but, you know, the power of the boner is stronger. Ding! That's yeah. definitely my favorite, like, template classic sin. Oh, yeah. What was the one with Ahsoka? Ahsoka oh, it's like, smiles Ahsoka like a... smiling like a cat that's proud of a shit that missed the litter box. <laughs> <laughs> and it's true. It's yeah, like, she does. Watch the, that whole, like, minute and a half stretch during the Star Wars, the Clone Wars Cinema Sins episode is just so funny. It's just, like, this one sweet spot where it's just, like... I'm dying time after time after time after time. Yeah, but like I said, like it, it, it kind of evolved into a, you know, you, it was also super hard to tell the difference between like what, what was actual criticism, what was CinemaSins, the, like the CinemaSins character taking pot shots, because it's the CinemaSins character. But it, and what was Jeremy and the whole writer's room of CinemaSins? You know what I mean? But you can't necessarily blame CinemaSins for that. No, they I don't created, blame them. They created something. They they created a, a method of entertainment that was, you know, leechful in its nature, but in a, in, in a way that's still funny and original. Whereas, like, they can't necessarily be blamed for the people that took their... Um, it, it, they they took their concept that was already in bad faith and passed it off as criticism in good faith. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't necessarily like, directly blame cinema sins. It's a comedy like, I show. Wanna, I don't. Like, I don't want to say that they poisoned the well. I don't think they. I don't think they dumped the poison in the well, but they manufactured the poison. 
You know what I mean? Like, like, like I don't think they ever intended. Don't get me wrong. I still enjoy CinemaSins. But like, CinemaSins manufactured the poison and then bottled it and sold it. Okay. Yeah. But like, the the these bad cr- film critics you're talking about like bought the CinemaSins in a bottle, opened it, and then poured it into the water main. You know, it's, yeah. It's like, Oh, that's what I'm saying. I know, like, like, I know it's like, I know it's kind of like the. I go to YouTube to get my fix of of you know trash criticism. Yeah, and like I said, like but, I still enjoy Cinemasins and I watch it from time to time. It's just like other critics. I hate even like I don't even want to refer to Cinemasins as a critic, but like it's a comedy show. It's a comedy show, but like the people who bit off of Cinemasins have ruined Cinemasins for me, where they think the incessant. Oh, this is a plot hole where it's just like no, you just don't understand. No, you just weren't paying attention. You yeah, know? like you know, my favorite is like I said, like Mahler was the one that I invoked specifically. The man has, I shit you not, an eight-hour multi-part series dedicated to destroying the Last Jedi. Like the man dedicated eight hours of his fucking life. To just More than that, just to recording it. Just imagine how long it took him to write it. To write, edit, upload, <laughs> you know. So, like I said, I don't I don't dislike CinemaZins. I just have a hard time enjoying them as much as I used to. I suppose that's fair. Which is, un- which, which is partially unfair to them, but nonetheless. Nonetheless. Okay, now that we inserted that discussion topic uh, by accident... Um, any concluding thoughts about the the Pennyworth show? No, I'm I'm crazy. excited for it. Um, I look forward to seeing. I mean, they only refer to just Thomas Wayne, so I don't think he's with Martha yet, which is interesting. I just, I, I don't remember seeing any girls with him. It's really just this one girl that's with Alfred, and then there's Thomas as well. Aswell? Aswell. What's an Aswell? Don't you're tell starting, me. I'm you're afraid. starting to catch on. But anywho, I'm trying to let's just like search through this trailer to find something that looks remotely Martha Wayne-ish. But I don't think you we saw her. have to save Martha. What did you say? <laughs> anyway. That was an interesting little reversal. It was. I know, right? <laughs> um... <laughs> Right, so Pennyworth, I'm for it. Pennyworth is a thing. Check it out. Could be. Pretty, I'm gonna check it out. Really you know, it's gonna be. I, like I said, it, it's very, very Kingsmany. Yeah, it is. High British, high British Kingsmany. All except the one, the one girl from the Lowlands. It sounds yeah. like great. I wonder where exactly that accent comes from. Why don't you start the wrap ups while I look this up? <laughs> Well, Spencer looks up uh, different accents. Um, be sure to listen to the other shows in this lovely little podcast network, folks. Be sure to check out the Do Back Discussion podcast, which is hosted by yours truly uh, and Spencer from time to time and Sometimes Michael Doling and Connor Chiquiti. It is always a good time on the uh, Do Back Discussion. Were you right? I was right. Good job. Uh, it's British, but it's, it comes from right up in the northeast near the Scottish border. Good shit. Uh, but yeah, check out the Do Back Discussion podcast where you can get all of your Star Wars news, theory, and reviews. Obviously, you're already listening to the Hall of Heroes podcast. 
pardon my hiccups, be sure to check out the Gore and More podcast, which is a cool little uh, horror movie club style podcast with lots of really cool interviews and stuff done by the one and only tj bowser um, <laughs> it took you long enough i was to gonna come up, come with, up with something funny name. i don't think i'm gonna say something funny but like tj total jerk bowser oh there we go blasphemy <laughs> blasphemy do not <laughs> blaspheme against the dewback daddy you wanted something funny and clever there no you, you can't blaspheme against the dewback dawn okay how that's about it that's the it dewback dawn yeah uh, and then be sure to check out Jerk the Curt. He's retired from the family business. He's passed it on to his his eldest son, Jared. <laughs> Come into my house on the day of my daughter's wedding. Ice him. I saw Zootopia last night. So. <laughs> I was gonna say, are you like, is this Don Corleone or the rat from Zootopia? Well, I was just kind of like chuckling in my seat. At home in my in my living room watching this movie because my sister either I, – I don't know if it completely went over her head or if she just kind of like casually acknowledged that this must be a Godfather thing. <laughs> but she didn't recognize that the scene is like – Like, like copy, frame for frame. Paste, <laughs> but with animals. You yeah. Know? Say we're with like the Star Wars analogy like leave the – You, ta- you didn't even it, have like, the courtesy take- to call me Godfather. In my own home. Take take the blue milk, leave the blaster. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, check out Jerk the Curtain, which is a new wrestling show also hosted by Kirk the Dubek. The Jerk. Did I say Kirk the Jerk? No, I did. Oh, it's shit. Because I'm going to say Kirk the Jerkin now. I know. Damn. Why did you put that in my head, you <laughs> fucking asshole? Oh, I'm going to kill you. Because it's funny. <laughs> I'm gonna say it now. I know it. It's like I'm I've freaking out because you can this. like implant it in my head. I've done this to the point where like when I say it correctly, it sounds wrong. Like leaf rake becomes reflake, <laughs> and I'll say reflake so many times that like when I'm like, "Hey, I'm going to the leaf rake," I'm like, "I think I just said it wrong," but it was right. But that's coming from the all your wrongs will be undressed guy. Yeah. Okay. So it just it. Do you want to give context to that? Brain. Okay. Last I, little tidbit before we wrap it I, up. I, oh, I can't remember if I told the story on the girls with Sabers live stream because we talk about I talk about theater anytime I'm on the okay. air. Okay. Well, Ooh, also theater. I know this isn't song. a Star Wars show. I know this isn't a Star Wars show. But shout out to girls with Sabers. If you do like Star Wars and you are a Rayla like myself, go subscribe to their YouTube channel if you haven't already. They're a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful Star Wars podcast. They are celebrating their one year on YouTube today. They are so underrated. At some point, there is going to be a pre-Episode 9 Raylo episode where it's going to be me, Girls of Sabres, hopefully Vincent Vendetta, because I talk to him on Twitter now, which is fucking insane. And hopefully our favorite Raylo skeptic over here to... That's me. Yeah. It's like when you're watching like a super uh, liberal news show and they have like one conservative at the table. Yeah. Or invite you like outnumbered on Fox. Yeah. Hysterically outnumbered. There's like four, four right wing, one left wing. And then like anytime he says something, they're like, yeah, good one. But this is how it really is. So that's going to be me. I'm going to be the sheep among wolves. It'll be, it'll be great. Oh, you make us sound so vicious. We're a I bunch did, of softies who all want to see Zootopia some... last night, though. You did, but I'm just, I'm just saying, I've like, got you make the all the image in my head, you're predator ta- and prey. You're, you're talking, you're, you're talking about like the sub fan community. 
that is all about wanting to see an emo guy finally get a fucking hug that he has earned. <laughs> like How do you all... earn a hug by killing people? I'm saying he's been forced into a situ- you know, and... horrible situation. We are going to transition. Okay. Yeah, I forgot. This isn't the Star Wars we, show. We'll have this debate some other this time. This isn't the Star Wars show. Later. But um, anyway, all your jerk. wrongs will be undressed. This is the story. So one of the many theater rules of thumb uh, is you practice it the way you want to perform it because otherwise you'll do it by accident. Okay. <laughs> when we were in 10th grade, we did Godspell as the high school show. All right. And Jared tripped up the stairs during Light this is, of the yeah, World. This is the same night that yeah, I like fell the up night. the stairs. And they caught this it. Like we a caught good, it all on video. This is like, this is like all 15. The me, worst bits. Well, no, no. I ate shit. It was like. Yeah. All for the best. Is that, yeah, yeah. Because I. Yeah, Life yeah, for Light of the World is the end of Act 1. But the best part about me eating shit during Light of the World is like that groovy guitar. Like that. And it, it's like it is a total party jam. It's like the, it's like one of very few party jams in the Godspell revival. And I'm like, and I like start jumping up and down, start doing like a hype man kind of thing. And I loudly yell, "Everybody, get on your feet!" And right after those words came out of my mouth, whack up the steps and ate shit. That was the it was record so record. funny. It was, I cannot look at it. As much respect and admiration as I have for Jared to this day, I can't watch that without going like, <laughs> like as soon as it it's happens. It's the fact that I yell, everyone get everyone, on your feet. Everyone get on your feet. Put your hands together. Boom. Boom right down. <laughs> it's too good. It's too good. So in that I very like same I felt, night. I feel like I did that well enough that there is at least a handful of people in the audience who thought it was on purpose. Because right before that is like the whole fatted calf thing where oh, I like yeah. Wilhelm screamed and like ah. like dove face first on stage. But anyway. So that was the same night that during All for the Best. Okay. At the very end of the song, it's like this. Yes, it's all for the da 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 Yes, it's all for the da 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 Yes, it's all for the Someone's got to be okay. And there's these little lines in between, right? And when we were doing rehearsals and stuff, it was like, yes, it's all for the... You must never be distressed. Yes, it's all for the... All your wrongs will be redressed is how it's supposed to go. But I discovered... I discovered during rehearsals that it's a lot funnier to say all your wrongs will be undressed. Okay. And then he got a laugh from the entire cast every time. I got time. a laugh from the... Because it's funny, right? Nobody it's, didn't not laugh every funny. time you said it. But... I made the mistake of not practicing the way I should perform because on Saturday night of the actual show in front of God, a full house, and everybody, I said, yes, it's all for the – all your wrongs will be undressed. And it is unmistakable. It is, it's, you can't even be like, no, it was just the recording. Just It didn't sound right. No, it is clear as day. All your wrongs will be undressed. <laughs> it, it's it's okay though, because twenty minutes later, everyone forgets that because I eat shit right after that. It's so true. it's fine. And then later on in the show, I die. So yeah, it's, it's all good. But 
fun stuff made Jared cry every night. Oh yeah, uh, but, <laughs> but still that, slightly traumatized from that show. With I'm that still... anecdote, let's wrap it up here. Spencer, where can the loving people find you? Uh, you can find me in the same places all the time on Spence Man Cosplays Instagram account. Hit me up on Instagram with a follow. Hit me up with a uh, DM if you didn't like the things I said in the Dark Phoenix review or any old time. I don't know. I don't have much to do in the evenings besides record podcasts and mow the lawn. So, um, do you have a Twitter? No. Do you plan on getting one? No. Thanks for asking. Well, do you think you ever will? I appreciate you keeping tabs on me. Do you do. think you ever will? Do no, you think the day will come where you I go, you know I what? Think I, I want to tweet. I don't think so, no. I don't have enough to say to the world. No, but it's a good place to like be kept up on like news like this and stuff. And you can share stuff around and be I, a part of the I rely on conversation. You. I rely on you <laughs> to filter out what should matter to me and what doesn't and pass it along. Oh, I appreciate the amount of faith you put in me. I put an enormous amount of faith in someone who can't even drive. Boom! Roasted. There's like 500 people who you just said that to and I'm fucking offended. (laughs) (laughs) All I'm saying is that I've been driving his ass around for six years now. It's because I like... Hold on, what is 20... Four years now? I like like being your co-pilot. I know you do. I know you do, but what about me being your co-pilot? That feels wrong. It just doesn't feel right. Maybe it's because you have no – the only data you've got in your sample size so far is four years of, of me driving you around with you hanging out the passenger side. Oh, of ease my ride, whole ass. Trying to holla at me. I've been hey. saying it for years. Jared's a scrub. And he's been saying it for years. I am not a scrub because I am neither hanging nor am I hollering. Actual thing. Actual conversation we had like two months ago. (laughs) Actual conversation. Jared, you are a scrub. I am neither hanging nor hollering. So, Jared, tell these lovely people where you are hanging and hollering from. I am hanging and hollering on Twitter and Instagram. (laughs) You're so proud of that. That's good, right? That was really good. That's good. Okay. You can say that every week now. Twitter well, on Instagram. I am hanging and hollering on Twitter and Instagram at Dark Jedi. 20 o'clock 52. Thank I you. I was going to say it at the same time, so it was like this cool overlapping audio thing. Okay, well, you, you, you know this part. You can follow Spencer and my cosplay group, New, New Regime, Regime Cosplay, Cosplays. on Instagram. Uh, and be sure to follow and like Dubak Discussion on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And with that, folks, be sure to tune in at the same bad time to the same bat channel. We love you guys, 3000. Deuces.
Your girl acting stink, then call me over. Not on the bed, lay me on your sofa. Call before you come, I need to shave my chocha. You do what you don't know, you will or won't cha. Go downtown and eat it like a vocha. See my hips and my tips, so cha. See my ass and my lips, don't cha. Lost a few pounds in my whips for ya. It's the kind of beat to go ba ta ta. Ba ta 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 ta. Sex me so good, I say blah blah blah. Work it, I need a glass of water. Boy, your boy is good to know ya. Is it worth it? Let me work it. I put my thing down, flip it and reverse it. It's your permit if it's wet and yet. It's your permit if it's wet and yet. If you got a big, let me search it. To find out how hard I gotta work ya. It's your permit if it's wet and yet. It's your permit if it's wet and yet. If you a fly gal, get your nails done, get a pedicure, get your hair did. Boy, lift it up, let's make a toaster. Let's get drunk, this gon' bring us closer. Don't I look like a Holly Berry poster? See the Belvedere playing tricks on ya. Girlfriend wanna be like me, never. You won't find a bitch that's even better. I make you hot as Las Vegas weather. Listen up close while I take it backwards. Okay, begins the gal, listen me with your own. I'm not a prostitute, but I can give you what you want. I love your braids and your mouth full of phones. Love the way my ass go, ba boom, ba boom, boom. Keep your eyes on my ba boom, ba boom. You think you can handle this? Kadonka, don't, don't. Take my thumb off and my ass go boom. Cut the lights on so you see what I can do. Is it worth it? Let me work it. I put my thing down, flip it and reverse it. It's your permit if it's wet yet. It's your permit if it's wet yet. If you got a big, let me search it. To find out how hard I gotta work yet. It's your permit if it's wet yet. It's your permit if it's wet yet. Type of boys, black, white, Puerto Rican, Chinese boys. Why time, 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 time. Girls, girls, get that cash. If it's nine to five, we're shaking your ass. Ain't no shame, ladies, do your thing. Just make sure you ahead of the game. Just 'cause I got a lot of fame, super. Prince couldn't get me change my name, Papa. Hooter can't tell you slave again, no sir. Picture black saying, Oh yes, I'm Asa. Picture little Kim dating a pastor. Minute man, big red can outlast ya. Who is the best? I don't have to ask ya. When I come out, you won't even matter. Why you act dumb like uh duh? Say you act dumb like uh duh. As the drummer boy go brr up a pum pum, give you some 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 of this cinnabon. Is it worth it? Let me work it. I put my thing down, flip it and reverse it. It's your permit if it's wet yet. It's your permit if it's wet yet. If you got a big, let me search.